Hey, welcome to Widow Too Soon. I am Mark Massaro. I'm here with my friend and co-host, Michelle Bader. What's happening? Do you like the way I introduced you? I did. Bader. 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 (laughs) Like Darth Bader or Mater. I used to say that when I would um, be a substitute teacher, depending on the age, to help, Uh you know. Anyways, I'm good. Um, Here we are, second week of January already. Second week of 2022. That's gone by fast Crazy. already. It is like time. Have you had to write it down on a piece of paper yet? I have, and I've gotten it right every time so far. Really? I'm sure I'll mess it up sometime. I, I think I'm still going to write 2020. If uh... <laughs> 2020, you're like a few years behind. Yeah. But, yeah. It always happens after a decade passes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So let's see. What have What have I done since the last podcast? Um, what have you done since Y2K? a lot <laughs> i literally remember that do you I yeah i do like 10 or something but yeah waiting for uh, the power to turn off <laughs> i remember it was 1999 in case you guys are young and don't know well if you're widows you probably are old enough to understand y2k everybody thought the world was ending in the year 2000 you could I not was, get bottled water you could not get yeah, canned food kind of like covid like a little kind bit. of like covid with toilet <laughs> with paper scarcity. yeah i was at a new year's eve party had the 1999 glasses and did you party like it was 1999 not really Mm. (laughs) no and I think my boyfriend at the time was with me and then at like two the year 2000 we're all like just waiting for something dramatic to happen and nothing did it was kind of like a letdown a little bit where were you during why I was at a friend's house my friend Sean um he had a he had a new year's party um and uh you know, honestly, we didn't think anything was going to happen. Hmm. Um, so we weren't like worried about, it. we just had like a normal, you know, gosh, cause I had to be, I'm not good at math. I think I was 19 years old. Oh, I was 20. That's what I was thinking. You were 19. okay. Okay. A little bit older. Maybe. I was going to guess you were in like fifth grade or something. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that's what I was doing. I actually had a couple of friends that started dating on new year's eve and they were together for like five years on that new year's eve party is when they got Aww, together so i always remembered you. that mm-hmm. um they're not together anymore but oh, um i thought that was funny <laughs> so yeah the today we're talking about y2k <laughs> we're taking it way back way <laughs> no what are you, i'm back. just teasing what have you been up to since okay, uh we last recorded okay um you had me all in the y2k zone <laughs> but let's let's just celebrate the fact that for december January and February and the first few days of March, we're the same age. Let's just celebrate. Yeah. Just yeah. That for a fact, you know, we're the same age right now. We're 29. We're That's 29. right. We're until both have, 29. <laughs> until I have a birthday in March. Anyways, um, side note, no real note. We're, we're talking about what has happened. Okay. So last week we talked about, I got back from visiting Joel in Louisiana and it's just been like back into life. And it's been a little bit like hard um getting especially like getting to spend five days with him and then going back to like looking at him on a screen it's been a little difficult Mm -hmm. um but you know what we have great communication because it's like we spend out literally hours and it's just talking and it gets building a great foundation so that's good um something exciting i don't think i've told you yet so you know hayden had been accepted to portland bible college and then this week um the coach the basketball coach said we have a spot on the team for you next year so, oh, nice. so he hasn't decided for sure, but he's very excited that for sure. We weren't sure before they hadn't told him, but it looks like he could go play basketball there. So that's a big deal in our world. And he's like, 
for sure you think daddy would be proud i'm like i think daddy is proud like i Mm. think we can you know god's gonna let him share in this special moment you know so that's cool yeah that was awesome and then you know i've I've dealt with some tiktok haters and some things in the past week that have been difficult but you know just like i said in one of my videos you gotta shake it off shake it off (laughs) i'm doing the motion for those of you that cannot see and i have a little video where i shake it off so um yeah and then just trying to get focused with my life and where i want to go with like speaking and writing and then i'm also thinking about tutoring again like you know i love working with kids so just like a lot of stuff going on but really happy to be here today like i love doing our podcast and thank you for all of you listening that you know especially when you reach out and let us know that it's helping you like that really keeps us motivated and we are growing and just thankful to be where we are today. So what about you? Yeah. What have you been up to since Y2K or last week? <laughs> <laughs> Whichever you want to answer. Well, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, since Y2K, I've become widowed. Oh, yeah, and I got married. Too. I got oh, married yeah. since then too. Yep. Both of those. Were now, <laughs> uh, lately. Well, I have been extremely busy. Um, yeah. I have been packing and um, listing all of my possessions online mm-hmm. for sale. Um, things that, you know, I don't want to, I've been dealing with a lot of low ballers, which is always mm-hmm. fun. You list something for like 500 bucks and they're like, I'll give you 50. I'm like, dude, get out of here. <laughs> um, so been dealing with that, been, uh, but I'm, I'm ahead of schedule, which is great. And, um, nice. very normal for me. <laughs> just mm-hmm. as I'm just uh I be when my mind is like set yeah. on something I just become incredibly focused and uh so I've been working tirelessly to you know get get my house ready to move um I well I don't want to share their business but I got some good news um that I will have I'll just say I will have a place to go in Tennessee Yay. which is nice yeah so I won't be homeless right <laughs> that's a good thing um, my kids are really excited for the uh, road trip part of it. Oh, also, yeah. you know, they're excited for the move, but they're excited for the road trip part of it. I told them we're going to like make it fun, you know, so we might go to like Grand Canyon on the way, oh, and, you know, just, I don't know, I'll look up some stuff that's on the way. Um, and will you take like a big U-Haul or like, what's the plan for that? No. So I found this company that they will drop a semi-truck trailer off in front oh, of your wow. house and you have, I think five days to load it. Uh-huh. And then they'll come and pick it up. You have two days to give them an address. And then uh, when they deliver it there, you have three days to unload it. Nice. That's really so cool. um, they will also store it for um, 900 bucks a month. Okay. Is what I heard. I haven't confirmed that with them, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, but it's crazy. Cause I know friends that have moved across the country that have used that company pods. Oh yeah. And it's like, I, I had a friend tell me that for them to move, it was like $15,000. Oh, no way. And this yeah. company I found, um, depending on the size of trailer I need, but for the small one, it would be like five grand for the bigger one. Um, it's like six grand. Mm-hmm. So it's like way cheaper. Yeah. Um, fortunately I loaded trucks for a living for a while. Oh. So I know how to, cause they, they're like, if your stuff gets broken, it's on you. Cause you didn't load it. Right. right. You know what I mean? So fortunately I, I feel pretty confident in that. And, nice. I did not know um, that was one of your jobs. You've had many. Well, it was jobs. at the cabinet shop I worked at for okay. a while. I was like loading trucks and even towards the end, like if we needed somebody to do it, I did it. Um, and so, so know, I got like pretty good at it. How to Pardon get it me? Off. You know, like the tricks, like how to get it packed just right. And stuff. Yeah. It's like playing Tetris on a big scale yeah. for starters, but also like tying things off as, you know, yeah. making sure you know what to tie to the wall. But, you know, I was tying K 
cabinets for long hauls that were way more valuable than my stuff, you know, so in in some applications. Um, And so it's like, you know, you have to be sure that you don't like that the cabinets don't get damaged or anything. Um, So that was, uh, sorry. What's up, honey? Okay, I'll be out in a little while. I love you. (laughs) No, I'm not done because I'm not out there. Sorry, um, I, I I cannot like prepare them enough for me doing this. <laughs> like I, I t- I'm like, you can have an orange, you can have an apple, you can have a banana. <laughs> don't, all- don't come in the room unless it's an emergency. Like you can do this, you can't uh-huh. do that, you know. Um, so anyway, but yeah, there's still always an interruption. So yeah, I apologize for that. It's all good. So anyways, um, yes, I, I know how to pack. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I'm getting ready for that. That's super exciting. And uh, yeah, it should be a neat chapter of life. I just want this fresh start. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. And mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be my terrible segue into today's topic. We haven't exactly thought of the name, um, but we're just going to call it for now. Mm-hmm. Um, grief is your journey and yours alone. You know, something to that effect. Yeah. Michelle hasn't thought of a super groovy <laughs> title yet, but okay, we'll get it. But yeah, it'll be something you will know. What yeah. It's called. So um, we're talking about, so you get the idea of what we're talking about, how, um, you know, for you listening, that going through grief is different for you than it is for anybody else. And yep. I'm sure you've probably noticed that, um, yeah. that, you know, a lot of people will have an opinion on how you're supposed to grieve or things you shouldn't, shouldn't do. And, um, well, it's good to take advice from people. You also have to take everything with a grain of salt and follow your heart and your prayer life. Um, if you're feeling led to do something and everybody's telling you it's a bad idea, um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily just agree with them that it's a a bad idea because, Most people haven't been in your shoes and that you'll get a lot of people saying like, well, if I was you, I would do this. Or, you know, in my case, I've heard a lot of, well, if I was him, I would do Mm -hmm. this. And um, so, you know, and it goes deeper than that. But what do you what do you think about this topic, Michelle? What do you what are your thoughts on, you know, the grief process being unique to Mm -hmm. you and only you? Well, there's so many factors that play in this. Was it um, a death like you and I had anticipatory grief? You know, the person's going to die. Was it an instant death like some of our guests have shared? You know, there's like so many factors that there is not, like my counselor always says, there's no timeline on grief. Like there's not a specific time, you know, for the people who are like, you need to be single for one year. I mean, what, like we all have different like timelines. You cannot say one blanket statement for all of grief by month three you should be here by month six you should be here it is not like that it is different for every person today I made a post about it getting better and somebody asked me when how long and I had to respond to them and say I don't know for you it's different for every person and so I think this is really important because I think in grief sometimes especially if you're involved with like widow groups and stuff like that you can do a lot of comparing Mm-hmm. oh, they're at six months and they're more far along than me, or, you know, I should be further along. I shouldn't be crying every day. No, you know what? It's your own journey. And then mm-hmm. we also have all the different factors of what kind of support do you have? Do you have like church? Do you have friends? Do you have family? Do you believe in God and have 
the joy of the Lord and all the comfort that we as Christians get from Jesus. And, you know, there's so many factors that you cannot say it is just this way. There's no formula. It's not math. Good things. I hate math. But it's like, (laughs) there's no algebra formula for how this is going to work. And so I think that's where we really have to be careful in our grace to make sure people know, like I do a lot of posting on my TikToks about, you know, like how long it's been for me, but this is me, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I get a lot of judgment. So like, oh, that's too soon to date someone else or, um, you know, or that's not long enough. You know, people are telling me they're either like, people are saying to them, like, when are you going to date again? Or you're dating too soon. Mm-hmm. And usually it's like people, they are not even widows who say the comments and they have no idea what it's like to be in our shoes and, and grief overall, like grief can be anything. It can be loss of relationship. It can be, you know, I'm not just talking to widows and widowers here today. Like this can be anybody like to not judge people. And um, just that it, it's such a personal, personal process that even though you can find someone that's similar, like you and I are similar, we still have different journeys. Like every person I haven't met one person has the exact same journey as me. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's a lot of um, like another good comparison for how grief is different for everybody is some people want to hold on to their Mm. other person's possessions um, forever. Um, Then there's people like me who like, I knew it was going to be hard someday. So I wanted to get it over with. Right. And it's like, well, for me, I looked at it as like, well, it's already very difficult right now. Like, I'll just do the difficult thing right now, too, and get rid of all of her stuff. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I keep, honestly, like, I keep all the letters and photos, yeah. of course, and things like that. And those are the things that really hurt anyways, when, you, yeah. you know, the personal um, items, not necessarily like clothing and stuff. But some people don't want to get rid of their spouse's clothing or um, whatever it might be. And that's, that's where um, I first experienced the you know, people weighing in on your grief yeah. and, you know, well, I can't believe you got rid of that. And I can't believe it. And it's like, well, it's not because I didn't love her or something. It's just how I'm grieving. It's how I'm dealing with it. And, um, you know, it's, we're all different. And so just to encourage you guys that however you grieve is just fine. Whatever Mm -hmm. works for you is just fine. Whether it's, um, you know, to go out and be around people all the time um, or whether you like to be more private, um, mm-hmm. like whatever you want to do, whether you want to post about how sad you are on Facebook or whatever, or whether you don't um, mm-hmm. and you don't want to tell people. Now I would encourage you if you're like keeping it to yourself to not do that, right. like share with somebody um, just to like let it out and not pretend like there's nothing bothering you. But however you choose to do it is fine. Whether you only feel comfortable talking to a, you know, a stranger and like a counselor Mm -hmm. or whether you feel only comfortable talking to a close friend or whether you want to talk to a hundred friends, like however you grieve is the right way. Whatever works for you is the right way. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, we all know ourselves better than anybody else knows us. And um, so, yeah, I just like to encourage in that. And I mean, you, you and I have even dealt with grief differently in some ways, like, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean, you know, like I took my wedding ring off right away. Mm -hmm. Um, I did try to wear it on my other finger, but my ring had shrunk. (laughs) 
Oh, By that, God. I mean, my finger got fatter. <laughs> so it was like, it was like, you know, part of my left hand yeah. um, and it didn't fit well. It was really tight on my right hand. Um, so, you know, I, I stopped wearing my wedding ring right away, but I do have it on a necklace and I wear that sometimes, mm. but you wore your wedding ring uh, for a year. A year. And now it's on my right hand. And so. now it's, yeah. And now it's on your, your widowed hand or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. What are they isn't your there like a name? Yeah, not your widowed hand, but isn't Just there a name for hand. it when you switch it? I don't know. I've never. I thought heard I remember that. reading something that it's called something, but um, anyways, yeah. So there's just different things like that. You also, um, you know, there's also the difference between, um, like Lacey doesn't have a grave site, for example. Um, Luke did or mm-hmm. does, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and it's something that you visited once a month and you know, mm-hmm. just, just, it's, everybody's different. Everybody's Everybody different, goes yeah. through different things, you know? Yeah. I wanted to make uh, the, the one year anniversary. I did like a party and a whole thing and you did it more privately. Like mm-hmm. we both, you know, we, we went through it differently and I wanted to mention a couple things um, like about the ring. Yeah. It was just some decision. Like I felt married in the beginning. So I wanted to keep it on. We've talked about this before, but just in case you haven't heard the story. And then I just was like, I don't feel married anymore. And I just made this choice. Like when it's a year, I'm going to move it over. And I did. And then even from there, like, so when I was with Joel and we were with some of his friends, the friend's fiance was like, oh, beautiful ring. And it was kind of like a weird moment. Like it's my wedding ring from, and I didn't know for sure. I'd never talked to her before. Like, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if, you know, you know, widowed, which she did, you know, but this is my ring from that marriage. Like, oh, and then I talked to Joel about it later. Like, was that weird for you? He's like, no, like if you want to wear it for the rest of your life, it's fine. He knows the whole story and how Luke gave it to me in 10 days before he died. And just like the whole story. And he's good with that. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. But I think I'm going to save it for, you know, Haley or something, but, um, it was cool that he was like good with that. With Yeah. He's a really secure man for yes, sure. Exactly. And he was like, I don't care. You can wear it. Cause I was like, I told him, I don't know when I'll be ready to take it off. He's like, you don't have to. And I'm sure I will probably before I marry him, but um, that's just nice to know that he's good with that. And then the other thing I wanted to say is like, yes, however you grieve is okay. But if you are ready to move forward, there are steps you can take. Like you don't have to stay in the grief, you know, um, which we talk about in a lot of our other episodes about like, you know, like um, connecting with people, get a tribe of people to help you, you know, just like different, different things to help you move forward, get a counselor, find something that you're passionate about, you know, you can go back to other episodes when we talk about specific things you can do if you're like, you know what, I'm in my grief, but I feel stuck. Like, what do I do? Go back and listen to some of our other episodes when we talk about, you know, like, figuring out who you are and like how to, you know, be passionate about something again and like things that you can do if you want to move forward. You know, I think that is part of it. You have to be ready to move forward because sometimes I remember it'd be easier to just stay in the sorrow, look at pictures, listen to Enya and cry. But like, (laughs) it's true. Enya is just a cry thing, you know? Yeah. Sometimes Uh, it feels good though. Sometimes sometimes it feels feels good to just and, and for lack of a better term, to just feel sorry for yourself for a little bit. I, you know what? I had one of those days last week. I looked at pictures of Luke. I listened to, I think Enya was one of them and like some of our old songs just for a few minutes and then got it out, you know, and then. Um, was it Sail Away? Sail Away, Sail Away, maybe, <laughs> probably, whatever it came up. I just had to, because I think that's the only Enya song I know. Oh, they're so good. Actually, Enya's good for writing too, because it doesn't have a lot of words. So I can like type, you know, and like listen to it. Um, Braveheart's my music of choice for writing. I love that. Braveheart? 
Yeah, like the music from Braveheart. Okay, you know? like the I Mel just, Gibson movie? Yes. <laughs> Try it. If you're going to write something and you just want that, like, it's like you go to the rhythms, you're like, <laughs> and you just like get into it when I wrote my last but book. But they'll never take my freedom. <laughs> <laughs> we don't say that in the music, but it's oh. like very passionate. So my last book was all written to Braveheart. And anyways, let's talk. That's, I'll have to check that out. That's pretty interesting. I was, that threw me off. I'm like, is that an annual song? Like, <laughs> no, it's like Irish music, I guess. Okay. No, yeah, I can see getting down to that. That's cool. And it's just so passionate, but there's no words. And it's just like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, people out there. You know, you know, Braveheart soundtrack. It's a good one. Yeah, they feel, they're feeling you right they're now. They're feeling me. They're like Mark. I bet there's somebody that's like, oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh yeah, I know Braveheart. But um, I had another grief moment slipping my mind right now. But this past week, that was something. Oh, I know what it was. I had a memory pop up, which you know, memories get you sometimes yep. on Facebook. <laughs> but I still check them every day because I just like to see. And it was four years ago, I think yesterday or the day before that Luke started chemo. And I had made him a video so I had sent out all these emails or maybe I did a Facebook so he couldn't see it. I'm like, Hey, will you send me a video so I can make a video for Luke for his first day of chemo? And mm, I remember watching, you telling me that story. Yes. So I posted a few days ago and it was like all these videos started with me. So I watched me talk to Luke, which was weird. And then my kids messages, I'm bawling watching them a couple of days ago. Cause we were so full of hope and they were four years younger. So they were littler and they were just like, daddy, I love you. You're going to get through this. And so I was bawling watching that. And so that mm. threw me into a little bit of grief. Um, but I was able to work through it, you know, momentarily. But it was definitely interesting. You know, you'll have those moments of grief. Anyway. Absolutely. No, I relate to that. Actually, I, um, I don't know why I do this to myself. But it was probably about two weeks ago. Um, I was, I think I was on Facebook. And then it's one of my saved videos is Lacey's memorial service mm. and I don't know why I do it I know how it's no. going to make me feel but I just click it and I watch it and every single time mm. when it gets to the slideshow I am just bawling and weeping and trying to pull myself back together and um yeah it's and I every time I'm like why why do I do this to myself but you know what it's it's obviously something that's still inside of me yeah so I think, you know, it's probably good every now and then to like, yeah. let that cry out, you know, mm -hmm. and to just like weep for a while. Cause it's, um, it was a, a massive loss. And, you know, sometimes when we go through life, it's like, you know, sometimes you just want to remember, even though it hurts mm -hmm. to remember, sometimes you just want to remember. And I've been going through, because I've been packing and everything, I've been going through tons of her stuff. And I can't help but stop. And like, right. I just found this box. Alexis said, oh, what's in there? She saw me getting something down. And I said, oh, let me show you. This is my like mommy box. Aww. And um, it's all the letters that we've ever written to each other from when we were dating from. And it's interesting. You can see how much she educated me because <laughs> I couldn't spell. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so, like my, my punctuation, my spelling was just horrible. Um, and like I cringe as I read these notes when we were dating and just think how dumb she must have thought I was. <laughs> but um, so I, I like read some of the letters to Alexis and she thought they were really Aww. sweet and um, particularly the ones where mommy wrote a letter to me. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it was interesting for her because 
I read a lot of letters from when Lacey and I were dating. And in those letters, we talked about being married and having kids together oh, someday. Sweet. Yeah. And so Alexis was kind of like, whoa, like that's me she was talking about, but I wasn't even born yet, you know, and so special for her. Yeah. And so, you know, I have, I have some things like that. And so, you know, just going through those things, of course, it makes you feel stuff, but you know, again, like when I tell myself, why did I watch that video? Yeah. It doesn't matter. I wanted to, I wanted to, and I did, and I cried and that's fine. You know, and there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. That's that's what I felt like doing, and that's what I did. And um, you know, nobody else is on this road for you, but right. Um, just to encourage us as believers that God is there for you in your grief, and even in those moments where it feels like you're alone, and there are many of those, um, you're not. You're not biblically speaking. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. um, like, I love this, uh, Isaiah 25, eight says, um, he will swallow up death forever. The sovereign mm. Lord will wipe away the tears from all the faces. Um, and Christians have taken comfort in knowing that death is not the end, right? This is a verse, uh, excuse me, this verse, I'm reading something. This verse is a promise that God made that was fulfilled in the new Testament. And I just love that. I love so much how Christ is like the ultimate redeemer. And I just, for me, one of the, the biggest things that I would tell to myself, tell, tell myself tell as I was, I got it. I got it. Hold on. The, one of the, oh my gosh. Try it again. I think you can do it this time. From the top. One of the most consistent things I would tell myself, there we go. Um, when I was going through grief is that like my salvation can't be touched. Mm -hmm. don't even i see you with your mc hammer can't touch this i knew it i knew it i you just remember that as i said it. it can't touch this but that was my like go-to thing is that i was like sure. you know what this is hard this is difficult this hurts my heart it's really sad but my salvation is untouchable and um yes i said it that way so that i didn't so like can't touch this <laughs> that's good no it's true it's good stuff good it's stuff. like no matter what you know, mm -hmm. I wanted to share something about, cause it has to do with what we talked about last week, like dating and grief and like what I found helps me in case other people are in this situation. So I had that morning, um, you know, I watched the videos before I talked to Joel and, and instead of just like hiding it or, you know, I talked to him about it and then he watched it with me. Like he got on Facebook and we mm. like watched it together and he asked questions. Okay. Who's this person leaving the message? Wow. And he was like, this is, I'm like, you don't have to keep watching. He's like, no, this is really interesting. Cause you've talked about these people and I want to see who they are and like, just see like, you know, what they're saying to him. And he was very interested in it. That and is so, awesome. Yeah. I found that with like everything, anytime I'm having grief, I do not hide it. I tell him exactly here. I'm looking at this picture or whatever and share it with him. And that's mm. been very helpful too. And that's cool. Mm -hmm. That's good advice for me because I really struggle with feeling like anything I ask of anybody is a burden. Mm. And whether it's I'm going through grief and I don't want to share it with somebody because I don't want to cause them burden. I don't want to mm. no. put anything on them. And, uh, you know, it comes from a place of caring, right. but it's wrong. You know, it's, it's definitely wrong. So that's, that's good advice for me. Yeah, too. The, the right person. In fact, I didn't even ask him. He just said, Hey, let me see the video. And then we did it together. But, um, and I will ask him sometimes or like, I think it kind of came from him, like me just saying something, Oh, let me see the picture. Let me, see, you know, and so now it's more natural. Anytime I have grief, we just talk about it and he shares it with me and it's, so that's special. amazing. Yeah. And so 
advice wow. to everybody hold out to somebody amazing you know for someone amazing like that who will not just like be okay but will be part of it like yeah be part of your grief part of all of it and so it's just kind of like a I mean he's never this is news for both of us and so we're learning together how to like navigate grief and so it's been really awesome just to see how you know when I have grief just to share it with him and then like just him taking an interest has been really huge so that's, that's amazing it. Yeah, thanks. Little side note. Um, and you guys know what I'm going to say. What we feel, we can heal. And so don't hold back. Like if you are having those grief, you like feel like you're going to have grief, just let it go. Like don't sing it. <laughs> you were like about frozen? To, I knew. We were let about it go. I knew let it. it go. That was really good. I think you should um, start a band. You know, I've I've been told that, that I should be a glam, glam rock singer. I, I think so. I think it'd go, you'd be like widowed glam rock singer. <laughs> like maybe people would be, be like, oh, it's, it's the, he's widowed. Like we should listen to him. I don't know. <laughs> Sympathy can, listens. Sympathy listens. And then you could post your crying selfies and it'd be awesome. Listen so, to me or you're evil. Yes. Anyways, back to our subject. No, uh, let's talk more about me and my music career. <laughs> That's what I want to talk about. I want you to do a little Eminem real quick. And go. Uh, go I don't know quick. if I can do anything <laughs> that will be okay on air. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyways. Um, okay. Back to our subject. Grief is personal. Um, what are some examples that you have seen of grief that may be completely different than how you're doing it, but still okay? to put you mm. on the spot or anything just wonder if you can think of any from all the groups we've been in yeah like well okay so gosh i mean it, it kind of is on the spot because I'm, I'm trying know, to no think of, and that's okay that's okay i'm just you know i'm you know apologizing for the pause but <laughs> um i'm trying to think of ways i've seen people grieve that's different than me um and i'm i'm not a sentimental person oh yeah so I have seen a lot of sentimental things that, you know, I mean, I do, of course, the notes and things like that, but I don't think that's sentimental as much as it is like, um, I guess great. it is a foreign of, form of being sentimental because I was going to say they're important to me because she wrote them to me, mm. but I've seen a lot of people sentimental about possessions and I don't really have that. Yeah. Um, I can pretty much let things go and have no attachment to them as far as the connection. And I will say that that's not always true because I actually, um, one of the things that I was selling, uh, was my mountain bike, mm -hmm. which was a gift from her to me. Oh. And, um, I had somebody make me the offer of the price that I was asking mm -hmm. after having multiple low ballers. And, um, I, I still haven't heard back from him. So I hope he's not upset because we talked a lot about it. And then I finally told him this morning that um, I was like, you know what? I'm so sorry, man. But like, I can't sell it. it it's mm -hmm. like just the thought of letting it go isn't worth yeah. the money to me. Um, and so, you know, hopefully he's not too upset about it, but whatever. It's, it's my bike. It's my bike, punk. <laughs> you ever seen the movie Friday? <laughs> Long time ago. Yeah, it's not really. Uh, not really pro for it. Yeah, not really pro for it for our podcast, but whatever I've seen a lot of movies that are not um so anyways no so yeah I mean there's there's I guess I can't think of anything specific off the top of my head but um 
you know, some people are much more public about it than I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some people uh, hold on to it longer than I do in a lot of yeah. ways. Um, and none of those things are wrong. Um, it's just not my style, you know? And yeah. So I don't know. Can you think of anything specific? Well, yeah, I have some thoughts coming to my head. And it's not that they're wrong, because I don't think there's a wrong way, but they're not the healthiest. Kind of like some of our other episodes, you know, where people are, you know, turning to... Uh, like sex or turning to drinking or drugs or like whatever you know that because people when they're not going to God and looking to Jesus to fill any kinds of voids like they're going to go down the wrong path of things that will temporarily maybe like ease the pain but Mm -hmm. they're not going to get you past grief you're going to stay in grace like you're going to do the things which complicate which we talked about more like in the dating episode and it's going to make the grief worse. And so even though we're saying there's no wrong way to grieve, there are, I guess we could say there are healthier ways to grieve. Yeah. Things less encouraged or whatever. I mean, we're not here to tell anybody what to do or to judge anybody or whatever, but you know, trying to fill your life with things to distract you from feeling it is not really grieving. Exactly. Um, You know, and it's, it's, it's a very noticeable thing in these widow groups uh, that we've been in is that, you know, they'll, they'll talk about how they've, you know, put on 30 pounds because they just go mm-hmm. out drinking all the time or, or, you know, the promiscuous things they've done or whatever, which again, is none of my business. I don't care. I don't judge people, but um, it's true though, that it's going to cause more pain. And yeah. I've experienced that firsthand that, um, you know, doing things to, like you said, fill a void are not going to help at all. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, I, I think I talked about it in a previous episode that I thought it was a good idea to start smoking pot again in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was going to help me and it just made it worse. You know, it made it worse. Cause first of all, I don't want my kids seeing that, you know, right. Um, and I don't want them, I mean, of course they're too young. They don't know what it is, but like, still, I don't want them. I don't want them to even get to an age where they're like, what's that smell, you know, or whatever. And, um, so I stopped, fortunately, you know, it's been a long time now, but, um, that was something that I was trying to find comfort in. I think I thought, I think I talked about it in the counterfeit comfort episode. Yes. Um, and so, but I do see a lot of people doing that. And, um, fortunately the Lord has, um, taken that desire away from me because it's lingered for a long time where I just seemed like, oh, well, I could just do that. I could just do that. And um, fortunately, it's it no longer pops into my head as something I want to do. But um, so, yeah, there's things you can do that are not necessarily wrong. Right. Um, as far as a way to grieve, like, you know, it might work for some people, you know, mm-hmm. if they're dealing with anxiety mm-hmm. and depression and stuff, if smoking pot helps them. Um, you know, if it's used as a medicine, you can definitely argue that, um, Mm -hmm. it's okay in the Bible, because I would much rather hear about somebody that was smoking pot to help them with depression than, um, you know, taking pharmaceutical drugs or whatever that have like a bunch of like side effects. Um, again, though, like that's their prerogative, that's their business. It works better for them, but, um, you know, it's, there are, wrong ways to deal with things 
um, like, I guess, I guess what we're trying to say is that like, if you're not actually dealing with the grief and you're pushing it away by turning to something else, that's probably counterproductive and not right. Um, but it doesn't mean that, you know, you're grieving wrong. It just means you're not actually grieving usually. Um, you're, or you're pushing it, you're kicking the can down the road. Um, hoping that the, you know, when this, the excitement of a lot of people, a very common one is shopping. Mm. A lot of people that are not interested in drugs or alcohol or sex or whatever, they start going on Amazon or they start going to the store and going to Saks Fifth Avenue or whatever, Nordstrom's, whatever it might be. And, um, you know, spending a ton of money. I also went through that where I was like, you know, just buying all kinds of stuff. And, um, you know, I'm kind of a, it wasn't like expensive stuff, but it would be like, I wanted that new Amazon package to show up on my porch with a new tool in it or whatever that I could be excited about. And, um, again, it's, you're not dealing with the grief. You're trying to fill the void with something else. So anyways, I didn't mean to, uh, no, go off on a rant about that. It's like getting to what is the root of why I'm doing these things. Like for mm-hmm. me, and I talked about this in the dating episode, like male attention or like whatever, like, why am I doing this? Because I have this void in my life. And, you know, for what we believe as Christians, Jesus, God, that's the only thing that's going to fill that void mm-hmm. is going to him for comfort. And it's something that's hard to explain to other people, but it's like this indescribable peace and joy that you cannot describe like to the outside world, we should be like crying all the time and not joyful. And, um, but it's because of the hope that he's given us in the future, in heaven, in salvation, in, uh, you know, just the beauty of every day. I think we also appreciate every day more. I know I do. And, and I think that's why I'm finding so much joy in this new relationship with Joel is because I have been to the most awful places and mm-hmm. so to be able to feel joy again, I feel like I'm feeling it like a million times more and not just in the relationship with him, but just like life. I remember when I started coming back to life again, a few months after Luke died and everything, you know, it's like, it took a little while, but the joy is like, I appreciate things so much more, but going back to like the filling the voids and all of that stuff, it's just like getting to the root. Why, you know, a good way to do that is journal. Like my counselor really challenges me with things. If I'm like doing certain behavior, she's like, okay, what's the root of that? Why are you doing that? Mm. And really spending some time like journaling it out, thinking about it, find a trusted friend to talk to or a counselor is highly recommended and figure out what is this deep feeling that I'm doing. And it's just like, there's not a wrong way to grieve, but you can do things that will complicate your life. Like I, I talk to my kids, like I'm very open, like about sex and like, God has rules because he wants to save us from these big problems that can happen. Mm -hmm. It's not because he's like, you can't test it. You can't, you can't do this. You can't. It's because they're, it's a way to help us to not complicate our lives. And that's what I feel about all the ways you could grieve too. You could turn to drugs. You could turn to alcohol, but those are going to complicate your lives and they're not going to solve the problem. You have to get to what is the root of why I'm doing these things. And then try to find healthier ways to deal with it, like finding good friends, pouring into God and praying and getting comfort from God. Like they're really, like we talk about encounter for comfort, there really isn't anything else that's going to solve this. Like there are things that can help us, like having good friends in church and just all of that. But Jesus is really the only thing that's going to help us because I have truly seen in my life, he has turned my morning into dancing he has turned my, um, he turned beauty into ashes. I mean, the other way around, he's made beauty from ashes and I've truly seen this and it is not me. 
and people are like, you're so strong. I'm like, this is God's healing. In fact, I did a post about that today that yes, there are times when I'm not smiling and I feel grief, but it's because I had a broken heart. I don't feel like I have one anymore. I had a broken heart, but God came in and healed all the cracks in my heart. And now I'm able to move forward. And so it's, it's just a process and like getting to the root of what is going to help you move forward. Yeah. And well, I like this. I was looking for this Bible verse because I couldn't remember what it was, but uh, John 16, 22 says, now is your time of grief, but I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take away your joy. Yes. Love it. I am so waiting for that um, exact timing of God's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's exciting though, but you know, one thing we've learned is I've learned a lot from this personal experience of going through insanely dark times and very, very mm-hmm. difficult, difficult situations that God is there with you and will carry you through. Um And it's, you know, I've seen it time and time again. So I know that these Bible verses are true. I know that that verse I just read is the truth and that God will restore my joy also, even though I didn't have the same, you know, like promise, like, you know what I mean? Like, like Mm -hmm. the specific promise you had that he will restore your joy. I haven't had that. Um, But I, it says right there that he will. And mm-hmm. so I know he will. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. that want to see me get married again someday. And, um, you know, I would love that, but I also don't want to rush it. Yeah, and, totally. um, because I did want to, I mean, it's hard. It's, it's hard to not want to, when the thought exactly. of how much simpler my life would become again, right. if I was married again, um, it sure is appealing, you know, it, it, to think about somebody helping me with the kids to think about that. I could just go find any full-time job and can make some serious money again. And like, just yeah, whatever it might be, like, obviously having a spouse makes your life simpler. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that I just want to rush into it because it would make my life simpler. Um, like, cause that's not right. And it's not fair to anybody. And, um, so, but I long for that day. And like I said, I know a lot of people want to see me get remarried um, someday, which is awesome. I have a lot of really encouraging people. Um, and that's something I feel bad for a lot of people that they've, um, right. you know, they de- they have to deal with people that basically seemingly want them to be alone forever mm-hmm. um, in the ways that they, you know, talk to other people that like they're not in their shoes. Like, it's funny when you've told me about some of the, the people that have said negative things to you online. Yeah. I'm like, well, are they even widowed? And you're like, no. And I'm like, wow, that's so funny. That's hilarious that they think that their advice is like matters, you know? Uh I mean, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little worked up about it because it it bothers me when people who have no idea what it's like to be in your shoes seem to think that they know what they would do if they were in your shoes. And it's like, well, until you have walked down this road firsthand, then you really don't know what you're talking about, you know? And, right. Um, and I pray you never have to walk down. Like, yeah, absolutely. Know? I sure I hope that too, because it's dark and difficult and um, I wouldn't wish this upon anybody, nope. you know? I no. mean, yeah, God is faithful and takes care of us and stuff, but man, not a day goes by that I don't miss my darling wife and right. like <clears throat> just wish that things were different, but you can't stay there. 
You know, right. I, I let myself think it for a minute and then I'm like, but that all happened. That's my reality. Mm-hmm. This is the hand I've been dealt push forward, you know, and I try my best. I'm definitely not perfect at it, but I'm going to pretend like I'm perfect for all of you in the audience because yeah. <laughs> I want to encourage you to be perfect. <laughs> no, it's, you know what? It's your authenticity that makes you want to listen, you know, like you're real about it. And I think that's the important part when we're talking to other people is to be real, keeping it mm-hmm. real. Didn't we have I, I thought it was my singing that kept people here. Oh, that's right. I to forgot. be honest, or mm-hmm. my 90s references. It's like, it's all that. It's all combined. Okay. Combined. All right. Just make it sure. <laughs> but keeping it real that was a great title too um you know it's just yeah I I think that we need to love and embrace each other where we're at with our widow journey and lock arms and do this together and like it was interesting though in some of the TikTok posts man so one view one um has almost two million views because people are fighting in the comments I'll just let them go, you know, because <laughs> I get keep more raking in those views, <laughs> right? Whatever. They just keep going, but it's these widows stick together. And then a couple of them have done like reactions where they take my video where they react to the comment on mine and like, you know, we widows just stand together. You don't put down one of us, you put down all of us. And like, is a wow, that's thing awesome. going on. It's like, there's tons of these widows who like come to speak up for me and come to like attack the person. There's somebody named Lisa who left a rude comment, like, um, well, that was that didn't take long or something about me dating too soon. And then this girl's like, her name is Lisa. She's like, from Lisa's everywhere. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and like so many great comments. I feel this awesome camaraderie with widows and widowers, you know, I mean, both, you know, um, when we are able to just like share, it's like with this thing we've been through and you're just automatically connected. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. we're, it's like, you know, it's kind of like when you meet another Christian. Yes that yep. you just know that you just have this bond. Yeah. Um, and I have felt the same way about um, widows and widowers. You know, one of my friend's moms um, has been widowed a long time. I, I don't know exactly how long, but much longer than me. Um, but, you know, it's like we, even though we're, you know, slightly different age brackets, um, we have this strong connection just because we both know things that mm-hmm. other people can't understand and have been through things that other people can't understand. And, um, you know, it is, it is like, we're part of this club. All of you listening that are widowed or, you know, are, are part of this club that mm-hmm. nobody else can really understand unless they are part of it. And, you know, it's not something that any of us wanted to sign up for or anything. It's not like a cool club, um, <laughs> like all the other clubs I'm in. Right. Um, but, uh, <laughs> But, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that it, it takes having walked through. Well, you know, a lot of people can visualize what it's like, Yeah. but there's a whole different, I mean, you know, being able to visualize it versus having to feel it in your heart, the reality of it, not like a, you know, cause anybody could picture what it'd be like to lose mm-hmm. their spouse, but to actually feel it in your heart and to live it and to yeah have to do all the things that we have to do by ourselves. There, there is no accounting for that in your imagination. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, like, you know, didn't you try to picture it before Lacey died. Did you picture what it would be like? Cause I know I, I Oh, tried. absolutely. This is nothing what it's really like, you know, because I knew it was coming of course, like you did. Yeah. And so, yeah, of course we pictured like, well, what is it going to be like when this yeah. happens? And it was nothing like what I thought. Um, 
it, absolutely nothing like what I thought because there's so many things that you can't possibly factor in right. um, just in your imagination versus when it becomes reality. Uh, there's yeah. so many things that you don't think about um, that you couldn't because you don't know. You don't know what it's like to go, I mean, just for dumb examples, but like to go make the big decisions by yourself, like yeah. buying a car. Yeah. Um, you know, moving out of state is something I've, you know, been dealing with is that I'm like, whoa, I'm doing this like alone, you know, yeah. Um, moving like anything, like any of the little stuff, or I mean, big stuff like that, but even little stuff like, um, like, oh yeah, now I have to be the one like in your situation. Now I have to be the one to mow the lawn. Yeah. I have to be the one to figure it out when a sprinkler is broken or the dishwasher is broken or whatever it might be that the many things that I've, you know, walked through you with and tried to explain yes, over the computer. You. <laughs> you have um, immensely. <laughs> but you know, and those are those are the um like simple things. Those are the things that everybody probably thinks about. Yeah. Um but the actually having to explain it to your children, to walk through grief with them, to oh, deal yeah. with their dark, scary, hard moments. Um you know, those are the things that you can't explain to somebody or you can't really picture what it's like to have your kids cry to you that they miss mommy or they miss daddy, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you can't, you can't picture what that's like. You have to feel what that's like in order to understand it. And, uh, you know, anyways, yeah. Yeah. Babble, babble. Babble fest. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's, that's good. Do you have anything else to say on this subject of personal journey? Um, no. No, I think I mean I, think we I, mean, I could think of well. stuff to talk about more, but no, I think we kind of got the point across what we were talking about. That the main thing is is that it's it's your journey, mm-hmm. it's you your you, pain. Boo. You do you, boo. You do you, boo, in the grief cycle, like grief journey. Yeah, people out there in grief land, grief it's land. your journey. It's and journey. nobody else's. It's nobody else's, yeah. Nobody. Don't let them tell you what to do. You're thinking of a song right now. I can see it. I am face. totally thinking of a song. Wow. You got that. I was like, I know your song nobody. Face. Um, nobody what? what? What's the song? No, about? it's like nobody. 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 Uh, I'm Ain't totally drawing a blank on what I'm thinking down. of. Oh, no. That's a good one. Gosh, what is the song I'm thinking of? It's going to come to you. Yeah, it'll, it'll come to me when we end this. Face. That's okay. I don't mean need, need to let everybody <laughs> wait week, for me everybody. to figure this out. Next, Next week. Stay tuned (laughs) for what Mark was thinking of. (laughs) But I just, yeah, I want to close with this and then you can close in prayer. But like, it's your, like for real, being serious. Like this is your journey. Don't let anybody tell you you're doing it right or wrong. Like it really is super personal. Don't compare because this is your journey. And I just want to encourage you to just keep on keeping on. Like you're going to get there. You're going to get through this. You're going to get to where it's not so bad anymore. I did this uh, TikTok yesterday where I was running and I was like, vision came to me, probably God. And I stopped and did a little video about like, I thought there's building another neighborhood, like part of my neighborhood. And I stopped in this dirt. And I'm like, this is what grief feels like, all this dirt and this mud. But eventually, and then I put it, pointed towards the new houses, like it will be like this. Like, it's not always going to feel like this, ugh, like it's going to get easier. And that's the biggest thing I want to encourage you is that your grief is going to get easier and keep on keeping yes. on, boo. Yeah. Keep on trucking. Trucking. Life's a garden, dig it. Oh my gosh. I've never heard that. <laughs> that goes in cheesy dad jokes. Like that's from Joe Dirt. 
<laughs> oh, I haven't seen that one in a long time. So that's, that's, a, that's a cheesy dad joke. So why don't you, uh, you want to close this out? And yes, yes, I time? will. I'm Alrighty. still trying to think of that song. Um, and that's okay. I'm just going <laughs> to let it go. I'm going to let it go. Let's go. There it is. Um, okay. Okay. I thought there was one more thing I was going to say about what oh. you just said, though. Sorry. Don't get on okay. your prayer face yet. <laughs> so <laughs> was there was already, but go ahead. something you were saying about the grief journey being extremely personal. And there was something I thought of that I wanted to add. Anyways, um, you can go ahead and put back on your prayer face because I can't remember. So are you having like memory problems? Recently? I think I am. I think I need some ginkgo biloba or something. Isn't that what from memory? Is that? It's like a herbal supplement. Oh. It's supposed to be it's supposed to help you with your memory. You just made that up. <laughs> no, it sounds like it though. It does sound like you made that up. That's a total mark makeup thing. It sounded like it. Um oh wait, I remember the song. No, 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 no. Yeah, right. No, 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 no. What's the nobody can do the boogaloo like you do? Do not know the boogaloo song. Oh, what is that like 90s? Hold Probably on. Okay. Time period. You're gonna. Okay, well, you're gonna know started? what I'm talking about. Nobody does the. I remember it because uh, it's the intro to The Office oh. in season seven. Okay. Um, season seven. Boogalooga. Episode one. How do you even remember which season the in the office. episode? Like, because I've seen The Office like, oh my gosh, so many times. I have not. Okay, ready? I think it's, wait for it, wait for it. Okay, I'm waiting. There's an ad. <laughs> okay, skipping. We're so excited. Maybe? No, 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 I got it, I got it. You know it now? I think maybe, or just, okay. I think so. What year is that? Right here. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay, shingling, not boogaloo. No, wait for it. Oh. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Can't argue with your lyrics. Okay, I'm so glad I thought of that because I was like, there's a song. It's like, nobody, nobody. Anyways. You got it. Good job. Now the whole world can move forward. All of our listeners, because yes. you got it. You win. And, and, yes. and I did not even take Gingo Biloba. I remembered the other thing I was going to say. That if you are even where as far out as Michelle and I are in, you know, after losing your spouse and you still don't feel like laughing, Mm. that's okay too. That's what I was going to say. Cause it made me think of it when you said comparing to other people's grief, because I know you and I did that a lot in the beginning as we'd talk Mm. about, you know, like these people are, you know, three months out and they're already dating again. And for us, that was like hard to comprehend at that time. Uh So anyways, there we go. All of my problems yeah, have been solved. Ginkgo bobolo not needed or whatever. <laughs> I like ginkgo bobolo. That's a good one. <laughs> but what is it really? Ginkgo biloba. Okay. I think, honestly, I don't know. I don't know if I'm <laughs> pronouncing it correctly. Um, wow. That was uh, like <laughs> 10 minutes of very well, unnecessary right material. Mm-hmm. So now thanks for putting up with all of that <laughs> and my memory issues. You know, they might have pushed fast forward. You know, you can do the 30 seconds ahead, 30 seconds ahead, you know, on the, on the podcast. Y'all better not have done that. Didn't I do that? <laughs> we're putting on like times two. So we're like really fast. I, I do that anyways I when I listen to things so that I can try to like 
finish it because you know how sometimes um like when I was driving to work in the mornings you would have me listen to the episodes beforehand yeah. before they were launched um and uh just to make sure the re- when our recording yeah. quality was lower anyways uh, I used to have to put it on I think one and a half yes that's so right. that you I could get edit. it done by the time I got to work yeah and honestly like some I would realize I'm like wow this is weird I actually sound normal and I'm like I must talk really slow because at one and a half times speed, I feel like I still sound normal. So anyways, we don't talk okay. Okay, anyways. We're going to pray. Let's like- Are we ready? Okay. Back. All right. <laughs> Father, I thank you so much for everybody here listening. Um, it's such a blessing for us, for Michelle and I's grief to get to talk about it. Um, and we just hope that you use it to help others. Um, we hope that we can provide some kind of joy and, and, you know, these tough times and that um, just that you are there for everybody, just as you promised you would be. And we pray for everybody to just have strength to go to you, to come to you first and, um, you know, to just block out, to be able to block out how anybody thinks that they should grieve and for them to just have the um, courage as I also would like, and Michelle would also like to have the courage to um, just not be worried about what other people think about the way we're grieving. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're just a, a, an incredible, incredible God that just gives us gifts every day. And I pray that we are able to see those um, even in our dark times. So um, we thank you for our salvation. It is the greatest gift mm-hmm. that anybody has ever received ever. And um, we thank you for loving us and for caring about us, even though we're as minuscule as a piece of sand. Um, And we pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to us today. We're still always looking for guests. We love it when people share their stories. So if you'd like to be a guest, you can email us at widowedtosoonm at gmail.com. And that's a number two in the middle. You can also find us at Instagram. There's links in the show notes to all of this. Instagram, it's widowed too soon, underscore, Facebook, all the places. We're just thankful that you are here and listening Mm -hmm. and it's encouraging to us that this is helping you. So, you know, we'll continue to keep praying for you on your widow journey and we will look forward to talking to you next week. Oh yeah. If you like this episode, I mean, we can't do not do this. Cannot do it. Give it a little ping, five stars on Apple Podcasts (laughs) or anywhere you listen. If you <laughs> such a commercial voice. I, I love it. Well, we've done this for this is 33 times, so it's kind of getting in my mind. Something like that. Something like that. Anyways, if you'd like to leave a review, we'd love it too to hear your words. This is not just like so commercially right now. It's not just for us, it's to help get the word out to the other people just like you. Blah blah blah. Okay. Anyways. Coming this Friday to theaters near you (laughs) pretty close all right guys we will see you again next time Bye. bye thank you god bless bye